You know, last Monday is, you know, school holiday this week, correct? And, and my wife and I decided to bring Levi to swimming. And if you're going to go swimming nowadays, you have to book a slot. Hindi ka pwedeng whole day ka magsiswim. You only have a section, maybe one hour or two hours. So this last Monday, we decided to go swimming. And it was 1 p.m. when I arrived home. I said, let's go swimming. So nakabuka ko. And I look at the sky. Sabi ko, okay to. Hindi uulan. So I left yung mga labahan namin, yung sampay, sa balcony. We just left it there. Kasi mga two hours lang naman eh. We will not be long, five hours. So we just left it there. Sabi ko, antaas ng araw, mainit, is hot, and there's no cloud. So we left it there. So we went swimming, and as we went swimming, once we have done, we step out of the swimming pool and we look at the sky. What do you think happened? The sky is no longer sunny. It's just as a few hours long, it become cloudy and started to rain. Nagtinginan kami ng misis ko. Yung sampay. In my heart, sabi ko, hindi naman uulan. And she thought it would not rain. But it started to pour. You know, sometimes life is like that. You look at the sky, you look at your life, everything's smooth, but you realize after suddenly, suddenly it rains. Sabi nga ng kasabihan, ang buhay ay weather, weather lang. You know, there are seasons in life. There are seasons that sometimes you will be shocked and you don't know why it suddenly appears. You plan ahead. You have good dreams. You have good plans. And you thought it would be all right. You, it's like a bright, sunny day. And then suddenly it rains. You know, in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, it says, For everything there's a season and a time from every matter under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. If you look around us today, if you just scroll through every Facebook, almost every Facebook posting, many posting today, Many of us would agree that it's a season of grief and tears. It's a season of weeping and mourning. Almost every week, may nagpapalit ng profile picture nila with kandila. A season of weeping and grieving. You know, as a pastor, my heart aches. When I would hear your stories of brethren who are going through tough times, losing a loved one, and what else? Losing a loved one, you, you're unable to go back and mourn and grieve with them. Masakit yun. Some are struggling with their personal problems, broken relationships, broken families, broken marriages. Some plan to go to Singapore to work hard, to give the best to the child, but what happened? 
Your child became wayward, and it brought grief to your heart and pain in your heart. Some of us are uncertain whether we will have job next year or tomorrow. But in the moment like this, how should we respond? Some of us will be, have anxiety. Some of us will be frustrated. Some of us may be angry. Hindi ako nakauwi. Dapat nandun ako. Some of us are angry because we couldn't do much help to those who are suffering in the Philippines. Some of us may have this question in your mind, in your heart. God, we know you love us, but why did you allow this to happen? These are real questions that some of us may ask deep in our heart. And today I would like us to look to a man who suffered much, yet beyond of his pain and grief, he continued to bless and worship God. And I've entitled this sharing, Unshakable Worship. And we were reading from the book of Job, chapter 1, verse 9 to 22. And I'll be reading it, and you can follow with me with your eyes. Job, chapter 1, verse 9 to 22. Then Satan answered the Lord and said, does Job fear God for no reason? Have you not put a hedge around him and his house in all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands and his possession have increased in the land. But stretch out your hand and touch all that he has and he will curse you to your face. And the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has is in your hand. Only against him do not stretch out your hand. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. Now, there was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house. And there came a messenger to Job and said, The oxen were plowing and the donkeys were feeding beside them. And the Shab Sabian fell upon them and took them and struck down the servant with the edge of the sword. And I alone have escaped to tell you. While he, was yet, he, while he was yet speaking, there came another and said, The fire of God fell from heaven and burned up the ship and the servants and consumed them. And I alone have escaped to tell you. While he was yet speaking, there came another and said, The Chaldean formed three groups and made a raid on the camels and took them and struck down the servants with the edge of the sword and alone have escaped to tell you. While he was yet speaking, there came another and said, Your sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their oldest brother's house. And behold, a great wind came across the wilderness and struck the four corners of the house, and it fell upon the young people, and they are dead. And I alone have escaped to tell you. Then Job arose and tore his robe shaved his head and fell on the ground and worshipped. And he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return. The Lord give, the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job did not sin or charge God with wrong. 
Let us pray. Lord, our life is in your hand. We know, Lord, every season are yours. In moments of grieving and mourning, may you touch our broken hearts. That may we learn to worship you and offer our tears as a sacrifice, as a worship to you. Lord, I pray that you strengthen each one of us that we may have faith to endure. And we thank you, Lord, that your love never fails, that you are good, that you are always faithful in our lives. So speak to us this morning and this afternoon. Encourage our heart. Give us that faith to trust you in every season of our life and to worship you every moment. Like the song we have sang, may your praises be always be upon our lips. Salamat, Panginoon. Holy Spirit, have your way in our hearts today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, one thing about the Word of God, the Word of God presents us the reality of life. God's Word does not just choose the happy or the good stuff, but He shows us. God's Word shows us and honestly discuss both the joyful moments of life and also the struggle and pain that we may go through. And if you look at this chapter, there are two extreme scenarios that happened to Job's life. There was the peaceful moment, and also he experienced the tragedy and the painful moments. Two extreme, two spectrum of man's life. You know, in this just this chapter, you see how a person can just go from a happy to sad. You see, in the first five verses, it shows how happy Job was. He had everything. He had possession, he had he have the position, and he's highly blessed. Not only that, the scripture said that he was a fearful, he feared God, and he's a religious man. Those happy moments Job in Job's life, those, those times, you can see Job worshiping God faithfully. Now, if you look at the center of the verse, of this chapter, in verse 6 to 12, you see there's a conversation between God and Satan. Now, I have no time to explain to you kung sino si Satan ito. Maraming debate dyan, maraming detail dyan. Scholars said this Satan is not, not a specific person, but rather is a term or a duty of this angel, accuser. And now in this verse 6 to 12, Satan and God was talking to one another. And Satan came to God and said, you know, hindi naman totoo yan si Job eh. Si Satan was questioning God about the authenticity and the motivation of Job's reason of worshiping God. 
Tinatanong niya, hindi naman totoo si Job sa iyo eh. Kaya lang naman niya nagpupuri sa iyo dahil binibless mo. See, you must understand that this, this Satan knows the heart of men. He knows how corruptible we are. That we are our self-focused. So he said, God and Job, hindi yan real. Plastic yan. And at the same time, in those times, in the Asian Near Eastern culture, there's a term that they, they is heavily influenced. There's a term, retribution principle. Ito ang idea, ang concept nila last time. That's prevalent in those Asian times. Ang ibig sabihin nito, which I later I explain to you, is ibig sabihin nito, if a person is righteous, he will prosper. If a person is wicked, he will suffer. Correct ba ito o hindi? Sige, isipin niyo muna. Retribution principle. If a person is righteous, he will prosper. Do you agree? If a person is wicked, he will suffer. Do you agree? You agree, ah? Okay, good. I would say it's true because we know in the scripture, you reap what you sow. But the opposite is also true. The wicked prosper and the righteous suffer. Now, this is what they were holding the time, in those times. That's so prevalent. Kaya pag binasa mo yung scripture, yung mga kaibigan ni Job, tinitira siya, makasalanan ka, kaya dan yung nangyayari sa'yo. Basahin yun, the later part, the conversation that they have. The principle somewhat true, but not perfectly true. Because even the wicked prosper, and the righteous suffer. Now, there's a dangerous idea in this, this principle, if it's not understood correctly. The danger with this principle is this. If you desire to be prosperous, I will just live a righteous life. Walang problema yon. Pero ang problema nun, why do you want to live a righteous life? Is because of what you can get or because you love God? To eh, bakit ka nagiging mabuhay mabuti? Dahil ba may gusto ka makuha sa Panginoon o dahil mahal mo ang Diyos? Ngayon, if you understand this text, this statement, this principle that's so prevailing the time, that's what Satan was pushing. Kaya naman lang ganyan si Job is because he, he's trying, he wants to live a righteous life before you because he wants to be prosperous. See, this is what Satan said to God. He sabi, then Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for no reason? Have you not put a hedge around him and his house and all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hand and his possessions have increased in the land. Verse 11, But stretch out your hand and touch all that he has and he will curse you to your face. Matindi yung sinabi ng words. Sabi niyan, Tanggalin mo lahat ng blessing sa kanya at he will curse you. Ayan ang challenge ni Satan kay God. Hindi kanya napupuriin pag tinanggal mo na lahat. The reason why he wants 
to be righteous is because he wants the blessing, not because of you. Ayun ang punto ni Satan. You know what? The Lord allowed Job's integrity to be tested. Kaya if you look in verse 13 to 22, Job experienced such painful moment in his life. But regardless of the pain and loss, he continued to worship God. He's still full of reverence. He's full of praise. He's full of worship. He's an, he had that unshakable worship to God. When I said unshakable, it means it's firm and it cannot be shaken. It cannot be weak. It cannot be destroyed. Therefore, Satan's assumption was wrong. Job maintained that integrity and continued to bless the Lord despite of all the suffering he's going through. He expressed his adoration to God. The reason why he's worshiping still, even though he has lost everything, is because of one focus he had. God himself. You know, in our mind, sabi ko, ang mahirap. Pag dinaanan doon, mahirap. Kaya ang hirap din mag-preach na ito. Pag dumaan sa akin, paano, Lord? Si Job, regardless of what happened, he worshiped God. Having this in mind, that I would like to look at three principles on how we can live a life of worship in every season that we may face. And how we can develop an unshakable worship. Firstly, to develop an unshakable worship, we must stay focused and not be distracted. Focus. Kaya tingnan mo katabi mo, focus. Huwag kang tulog-tulog dyan. So let's, let's briefly study Job's life. He has all the prestige. He has all the possession. He has the position. And he has the prosperity. Here we read in chapter, in, in the earlier verses, in verse 2, it said, There was born, there were born in him seven sons and three daughters. Now, if you have a big family, it means you are highly favored by God. Now, seven plus three equal? Galing, ten. Isa lang sumagot. Means that symbolic. Ten means complete, a divine favor. And then look at the possession Job have. He have 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 50 oxen, 500 oxen, 500 donkeys, and many servants. Mayaman si Kuya. Mayaman. May ascenda to. And take note, so that this man is the greatest of all the people of the East. Sikat pa. Hindi lang mayaman, sikat. Kilalang kilala siya. Kaya pag dumaan yan, boss, he has everything. He was blessed beyond measure. But you know what? Look at how Job has been living 
during that abundance and peaceful life that God has granted him. In verse 1, look. This man was blameless and upright. One who feared God and turned away from evil. Surely he was tempted to get more. Surely he was tempted. Surely may mga challenges he faced. Surely he, he faced enemies. Surely marami nagiingit sa kanya. But yet, he, the scripture said, he turned away from evil because he feared God. And another verse here, it says, Job, even consecrate and pray for his family. He was, he was standing as a priest for his home. In verse 5, And when the days of the feast had run their course, kasi mga anak nila, party ng party, Job would send and consecrate them, and they would rise early in the morning, and offering burnt offering according to the number of them all. And Job said, It may be that my children have sinned and cursed God in their heart. Thus Job did it continually. Not he was only concerned about his walk with the Lord or his faith with God. He's also concerned for his family, for his children. So this man is a righteous man. You see, notice here. He was faithful in honoring God. Thus Job did it continually. One thing we can learn is this in Job's life. He was never distracted by his possession. He was never been blinded by the prestige, by the prosperity that he received. But he stayed focused. He instead, he stayed focused on God. You know, if you look at this, this life, Sometimes blessing can the one can get take our hearts far away from the Lord. Instead of we worship God, we we focus on what we can get from Him. But look at His life. He has everything, but His heart is still focused on God. In a moment of peace and plenty, stay focused on God. Let it be an opportunity. For us to go deeper and rooted in the Lord when we are not going to tough time, when everything is peaceful, when everything is plentiful, when everything is all right. Take note, stay focused in, on God and go deep in your work, in your walk with the Lord. You know, Jesus gave a parable in Matthew 13. Sabi dito, de, when this is the, 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 the soul, the parable of the sower. He says here, and he sowed some seeds fell along the path, and the bird came and devoured them. In verse 5, let me read. Other seeds fell on the ground where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up. Since they have no depth of soil, when the sun rose, they were scorched. And since they have no roots, they withered away. You see, the sun did not appear suddenly. There is a moment where it, that, that seed takes time to grow deep. To go deep. To take its roots. Let's ask our heart, what are we doing in a moment of peace when everything is alright? When the Lord is blessing us with all of, our, of, of, 
of all our, of our desire and blessing us with great things, where is our heart? Is our heart focused still with God or pa-party-party na lang? Use every opportunity to grow deep in the Lord. What kind of heart do we have? Do we have a heart like a rocky soil that the seed is not growing and taking roots? In the book of Jeremiah, it says, verse 17, chapter 17, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when the heat comes, for its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the day of, year of drought. Another verse that speaks about roots, speaks about roots. It says there it, it sends out its roots by the stream. And again, the sun will appear. Understand this, mga kapatid. There will be season that the sun will come. At mainit na mainit. Pag mainit, ready ka ba? Tingnan mo katabi mo, ready ba yan? Umukhang ready. So let's ask our heart. When the sun come, the heat come, well, I'll be ready. Am I deeply rooted in His Word? Am I deeply rooted in His love? Am I deeply rooted in my walk with the Lord? O ang gusto ko na lang party-party, labas-labas, party-party, Facebook, TikTok, lahat. I will not go to church no longer. Bakit? Happy-happy life eh. Take every opportunity to go deep. To go deep in your walk. Do not be distracted. Do not be distracted. Set your eyes focused on God and let Him be your treasure and your joy and not what He gave you. Those are just secondary. Let God be our focus. May our main priorities and focus be God so that we may be rooted deep down the stream of water and not afraid when the sun comes or the heat comes. So be ready. First, stay focused. Don't be distracted. Second, to develop an unshakable worship, you ought to surrender your sorrow. You know, after hearing the bad news, this is what Job did. Then Job arose and tore his robe and shaved his head and fell on the ground and worshipped. See, Job was stunned. Nakita mo yung nangyara kay Job? Sunod-sunod, may messenger na dumating. Ang nakakatakot yun. Sunod-sunod ka nakareceive ng text sa Pilipinas. Tawag ng tawag. Pahingi, si kuya nasa, si papa nasa hospital. And you, sometimes you just don't want to pick up your phone. Bigla na lang sunod-sunod ang problema. 
Look at Job, sunod-sunod ang problema. Nawala na kanyang mga hayop, nawala na kanyang mga servant, pati anak niya nawala. And he respond, he just rose. Ewan ko paano niya tinero yung robe. Made of paper yan, baka madali. I don't know. Ito, yung hirap nito, social to. I don't know how he tore the robe. But what it means when he's tearing his robe, it was deepest pain that's happening in his heart. And the same time, he shaved his head. It's a ritual that they do at the time. Ngayon, pag nang mawmourn, hindi tayo nagsishave ng head. But those times when you are expressing your intense pain or grief, you shave your head. But you know what made this verse different and so powerful? It's the second statement. And he fell on the ground and worshipped. He fell on the ground and worshipped. That statement, he fell on the ground and worshipped, the root word in Hebrew is shakah. Shaka means to bow down, to prostrate before God. To bow down and prostrate before God. To bow down, to prostrate before God and worship. You know, despite of suffering that Job had gone through, he used that as an opportunity to come before the Lord in reverence and to seek his comfort and to express his brokenness. Praise God. You know, we are all wired with emotion. It is human for us to express pain and mourn and to grieve when we encounter great loss. And our faith is not measured by the ability that we can have that right composure. That I mean, hindi ako iyak. Kahit ano mangyari, hindi ako iyak. Or having that idea that dapat triumphant attitude palagi. Hindi, you! Kahit anong mangyari, masaya tunay. Which is tama. Dapat ibang kayasahan natin. But you know, I learned this. In the Bible, great men and women know how to cry. They know how to cry. Sasabihin, ako yung lalaki, hindi ako iyak. Bakit? Si Jesus umiyak. Jesus wept. Jesus wept when he learned that Lazarus died. Why would he wept? Because he experienced that faith is real. You know, great man and woman of God knows how to cry. They know how to cry before God. And Job, you see here, he's, he's expressing his heart out to the Lord. He bowed down and worshipped him. Job surrendered his life in sorrow, his pain before God, and worship the Lord in spite of the things that he have experienced. Even King David did the same. At the lowest moment of his life, when his son, the first son he had with Bathsheba died, what did he do? He worshiped. And he wrote a psalm. He said here, 
The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a contrite heart, O God, He will not despise. See, the Lord will not despise if you are mourning. The Lord will not despise when you are tearing. The Lord will not despise when you feel you're weak. The Lord will not despise when you are broken. What He wants you to do is to just come to Him, express your heart to Him, and say, Lord, ang sakit. Ang sakit. But I will worship. You know, this verse tells us to offer and surrender our sorrows no matter what we are going through in life. And the beautiful thing there that He will not despise. Remember this, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted. Come to the Lord and open your hearts to Him. Even the most painful moments of your life. As a worship leader in the past, I always like to do research of songs. Some songs, parang, it, it lasts forever. Luma na, classic. Parang antagal na glass. When you sing some song, it automatically touches our heart. There's a sense of anointing in certain songs and weight on those songs. And I did some research of many songs when I was a worship leader. And there's a few songs that I, I learned their history. Bakit siya nakasulat? Bakit may matindi? Matindi ang message niya. It's because it was not written for people, for people's ear to hear, but it was written simply by a broken heart to the Lord. Let me show you some song. This song, You are my hiding place. You always fill my heart. With songs of deliverance, wherever I am afraid, I will trust in you. You know that song? It was written by a man named Michael Ledner. He was separated with his wife and alone in a, in a room. He feel isolated and forgotten. And the only place he can run is to, to the Lord. Another song here. What a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and grief to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. You know when he wrote that? He wrote that when his fiance died. When his fiance died accidentally the night before they will be wed. Ikakasal na siya pero namatay. And he wrote it. And there's another song that we often sing. It is well with my soul. When peace like a river attended the way. The, the chorus is, it is well, it is well with my soul. This song was written because her four daughters died in a shipwreck. Something I learned in a moment of pain and darkest hours of our life can be a moment where true worship be birthed in our heart because it's only God that our eyes upon. 
know, there are times things can need to be broken. Like the alabaster jar. You know, in the scripture, when the alabaster jar was broken, it filled the whole room. There are times in our brokenness, the Lord will use it. Teach us what's worship. Same time to teach us to honor Him. Also at the same time, to use that opportunity to give praise and honor to God despite of the pain we are going through. So first, stay focused. Second, offer our sorrow to the Lord. And lastly, to develop an unshakable worship. Know God deeper. Know God deeper. This is the first time Job experienced a heartbreaking event in his life. But look at how he reacted in verse 21. Sabi dito, and he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return. The Lord give, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In these words, we can observe how he described himself. And then after that, you can see how he understood God more. Look at the, the, how he described himself. He said, Naked I came, and naked shall I return. What does it mean? It means, when I came to this world, I have nothing. When I will leave this world, I will bring nothing. He's simply saying that his hands, when he came to this world, his hands is empty. And he will leave this world empty. Kaya tingin mo kamay mo. Wag mong hulaan, ha? We came empty. Now, let's connect it with the following verses. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. You see, Job understood what it means that the Lord gives because he experienced what plenty means. But this is the first time he realized what it means that God is a God who also takes away. Now, what was he learning here? He's learning that God is a sovereign God. What it means sovereign, that God has an absolute right to do all things according to his good pleasure. God's sovereignty means God has the absolute power and control over everything. And he prevents and controls every single thing according to his will. That he is sovereign, that he's in control. Now, we must understand that God's sovereignty is a total contradiction to what they were believing at the time. Like the retribution principle. At those times, they can bribe, their, can bribe God. As long as I ako, Lord, bibigyan mo ako. Ganon ang isip nila. At those times, those other, other false gods, what they will do is this. If they want rain, they will do something. If they want fertility in the land, they will offer something. Ganon. They will bribe God. But now, Job realized that God is not to be bribed, but God is sovereign, that He's in control of all things. So Job, in conclusion, understood that He is sovereign. 
he has the right to do according to his pleasure. Stephen Curtis Chapman said, Lord of a gentle breeze is Lord of rough and tumble. See, the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. The Lord has the right to give. The Lord, we came here empty-handed. The Lord gave us all the things that we need. Hiniram ko lang sa anak ko. All the food we have, the Lord is the one who gave. Hindi mo po yung sabihin, ako yan. The Lord also is the one who will bless us with family. Picture ng mama ko. The Lord is the one who give all the toys that we have. When I say toys, all the possession, yung earring mo, yung ganda, yung ribbon hair mo yan, yung sapatos mong hindi ko alam ang brand. The Lord gave us all the things, our toys, that makes us happy. The Lord also gave us two dollars lang alam laman dito kasi eh. The Lord gives out of His mercy and grace. Out of His love. At the same time, He still have the right to remove anything from it. Hindi mo kailangan turuwin. Mukhang kailangan mo kaya. Next time ko bibigay. The Lord gives. The Lord takes. You see, when you understand that the Lord gives, the Lord takes, that we have nothing to say that's ours, that we realize that God is sovereign in all aspects of our life, we go deeper in the knowledge of Him. We go deeper in our surrender. We go deeper in our submission. We go deeper in our worship. And we'll go deeper in our faith. We say, Lord, my life is yours. Lead me. It is you who lead me. The more you go deeper, in moments of hardship, in the moments that you are going to tough times, Ask God, Lord, may I know you more. May I know you more. So that at the end of that suffering, or even in the midst of that pain, you will be able to say, blessed be the name of the Lord. When you go through sorrow and hardship, it is an opportunity for us to know more of God. As a conclusion, to develop an unshakable worship. Stay focused. Don't be distracted. Surrender our sorrows to God. And know God deeper in every opportunity. In even a moment of sorrow, it's opportunity to know Him more. You know, notice this. In all these three points that I, we have studied today, all of it, the center attention 
is God. And when our focal point, when our anchor is always God, then every moment we have will be an act of worship to the Lord. When you are going to joy, and you're going there and say, Lord, thank you. You're worshiping God. When you're going to the pain. But when your focus is God, you're still worshiping the Lord. When the Lord, our God, is our focus, we will worship Him when He gives. We will worship Him when He takes away. And we will say, blessed in the name of the Lord. As I conclude, let me show you a video in sound, a short video about a family who gone through a challenging time. May you, so let's just watch this video. You're at the News 5 tonight. Two boys have died after they were hit by a cement truck near Dunman Secondary School at a traffic crossing at Tempany Street 45. A prayer service was held for Nigel and Donovan Yap at the block where the family lives. Many strangers were among the crowd. The deaths of the boys aged 13 and 7 have touched many who never knew them. When 很难接受啊，每天都在那边伤心，因为我孩子每次我回到家里面就喊我的名字叫我阿爸阿爸这样。突然间这个声音就没有掉了，然后每天晚上回到家就一直就开始就哭。啊，在办理丧事的时候，我
I said, how long did you grieve? She said, two years. Because losing two children in an accident, a, 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 sem, a, a truck hit the child, two child. And then, you know this question that I posted earlier? God, we know you love us, but why did you know, allow this to happen? This is her question to God. It was her question to God. When the, her children died, he asked God. He asked pastors. He asked people. He asked everyone. He asked to the point that he keep asking and asking. She's a Christian, by the way. Even before, that's why he said, Lord, we serve you, yet did you allow this to happen? She's asking this question. You know what he, she did? Kasi may pastor nagsabi, the Bible have all the answer. So sabi niya, on the Bible, know the answer, then I'll go Bible school. Nag-Bible school nga. She went to the Bible school because she wanted to find the answer. Why, Lord? Why, Lord? So I asked her, did you find the answer? Tinanong ko. You're asking that for many years now, more than 10 years. Did you find the answer? You know what she said? She went to Bible school, to Bible school. You know what she said? I never found the answer, but I found God. When we were speaking, I was in tears. You know, hold back ulang. I was in tears. Until today, she don't know why. But what she found, is she found God. Job found God in a deeper level. And in the moment that we are going through, you might have so many questions. We might not be able to answer it now, even tomorrow, even until the end of time. But the real answer of our questions is only found in a person, in our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Let us pray. Lord, you see every heart. You see every mind. You see what's going through in our families, in our homes, Baksa Filipinas. But sometimes, Lord, when the storms come or the heat of the sun come or the challenges would come, it rattled us. But we thank you that we know that you are sovereign God. Teach us, Lord, to stay focused on you. Not to be distracted. Same time, teach us, Lord, to surrender our sorrow, our struggles to you. Because you are near to the broken heart. 
And Lord, we might have many questions why. It might not be answered. But we know the greatest answer is when we found you. So set our eyes on you, Lord. Turn our eyes to you. We may see your face in your glory. Hallelujah.
Some of you might be broken hearted right now. Some of you want to give up. Some of you might be at the greatest pain in your life. Some of you might be confused of the future. Some of you might have questioned why. Why, Lord, is happening to me? I serve you. I follow you. But why, Lord? Some of you might be having a hard time at your work. Even having a hard time in your, with your relationship sa Pilipinas, mga pamilya, asawa, anak. Remember, the Lord is the control. Our Lord is in control. Our Lord is in control. And He knows what He's doing. He's holy. He's righteous. He's all-powerful. Now respond to humble ourselves before God and say, Lord, here I am. I worship you in my brokenness. I worship you in my joy. I worship you not because of the gifts you gave. I worship you because of who you are. Church, COVID-19 might be years, be a long time. I don't know when. But this God is calling us to restore that deep level of worship to Him. That deep, 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 deep worship to Him. That our focus will be Him. That our attention will be Him. God is teaching us at this moment to return to Him. He said, Lord, I will hold on your promises. I will go deep and deep in your word. I will go deep, deep down. I will go deep. My roots will be so deep that I will not be afraid when the heat comes because you are my strength. You are my stronghold. And I will rest on you. The Lord is worthy. The Lord is good. The Lord is faithful. May we have that unshakable worship when we set our eyes, our heart, our mind to Him alone. Let's just raise our hands. And receive the benediction. As we leave this place, remember this. 
Nothing that we can encounter in this world can separate us from the love of Jesus Christ. Not hardship or disaster, poverty or danger, neither death nor life, angels or demons, our fears for today or worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell itself. Nothing in all creation can separate us from God's love. Lord, as we face this brand new week, empower us with your spirit. May your word be so alive each time we open it. And may we experience you more and more. Fill us with your word and your spirit. And as we go, O Lord, today, may we have the joy to love you and to serve you in every season. Salamat, Panginoon, for this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. You may be seated. Thank you for those who have joined us in FB and in YouTube. Believe that you are blessed, and I pray that you will join us again next Sunday in our worship service. And you are welcome to join us in in-person service. So, salamat po, God bless, and see you soon.